Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. It is Tuesday, August 16th, and today's podcast is presented by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Rum Day. Are you a rum fan? Yeah, actually, I am. That's All the right. one. That's the one alcohol that the first alcohol I ever drank on, believe it or not, so... Okay, um, I'm I'm a big rum and coke guy. So, okay, okay, I uh, I don't mind rum. It's a little little bit too much sugar for me, um, but I can I can definitely get down with some rum. You know, every now and then it's a good it's a great pool drink. I always say that rum is a fantastic summer pool drink if you mix it with uh, some fruit juice or something. That's sure. what I'm a massive rum fan. Okay, yeah. And today was, is also National Roller Coaster Day. So if you combine those two, rum and roller coasters, there you go. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, I, I could I could do some roller coasters now. Let's I'm go. a huge roller coaster fan, man. I'm a, I'm a massive massive roller coaster fan. I, uh, I I'm I'm quite a tall fellow, so a lot of the roller coasters at Six Flags I don't fit on anymore. Um, there's nowhere for my legs fellow. to go. Uh, <laughs> but the the suspended roller coasters I'm good with, and the like. The only ones that kind of suck to get on are like the old like Scream Machine or Georgia Cyclone, which I don't think is there anymore. The old like wooden box roller coasters where you have to I have to like fold my legs up like a spider or something to get into. Uh, yeah. But the you know like the the Batman, the Scorcher, the Goliath, those are those are perfect for me. But the the Ninja, um, the Scream Machine, the Cyclone, which I I think got rebranded and redone, but I think it's the same type of roller coaster. Uh, I haven't ridden it since they redid it. Uh, but those those are those are a little struggle to fold my legs into somehow. Okay. Yeah. Massive, massive roller coaster fan. Billy, also what I am a fan of is what the Braves did last night to the Mets. Beat up on the Metropolitans last night in a rain delayed game thirteen to one. Let's go. Yeah. Sign up for more of that, please. Yes, um, please. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely take more of that especially after kind of what we saw the Braves do the last time we played the match which was essentially not much of anything uh just a massive massive win last night for the Bravos they poured it on in the sixth inning I mean added on eight runs in the sixth inning Travis Darno, Ronald Acuna and Dansby Swanson all had three RBIs apiece Olsen Contreras Rosario and Harris with an RBI uh, Strider went five innings, which was great to see because I think the rain delay came in the second, and then he came back out for a few more innings, which was really good to see. Only allowed one earned run and four Ks over those five innings, and it was a it was a five inning stretch that had I don't know maybe an hour rain delay there in the second inning, so that was really good to see. I, I thought we were going to have to waste a Strider start because of the rain delay, 
but he came back out and looked just as sharp as he did before the rain delay. That was great to see. Uh, and, and I mean, the Mets just could not really get any offense going. They'd get one or two on base and we would shut them down. We only used three pitchers last night, which was great to see. Once again, it's not something that normally happens in a rain delay game. Usually in a rain delay game, right. the starter gets pulled early and you use six bullpen arms. And it didn't happen last night. Colin McHugh and uh, Danny Young were the only two pitchers we used after Spencer Strider. And both of them came in and pitched, you know, Multiple four innings, innings of, yeah. yeah, four innings of, of no run ball <laughs> against uh, the Mets, who do they have the best record in baseball right now? Uh, close, if not, if I'm not mistaken, because the Yankees were ahead of them, but I think they're they've moved up. You know what the before last night? Do you know what the um, Mets record was the last 21 games? This is uh, oh this is, man, this is partly why we've dropped back a little bit. I, I would say probably 20 and one, <laughs> something it's close to it. <laughs> 18 and three. Yeah. 18 and three of the last 21 games. It's it's unreal how how good they've played and the fact that we were able to get get it up in in the first game of the series is is very good against Nebraska, uh, which was thankful. Um, the Braves looked good last night. They 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 got out early, which is something you need to do against the Mets, and they shut down um, uh, Pete Alonso, which was helpful because I swear the last series against uh, the Mets, every single game it was Pete Alonso, Pete Alonso, Pete Alonso doing something, and and last night they were able to. To mostly keep him in check, and I think this is a make or break season or season series for the for the Braves. Uh, if they don't if they don't take probably three out of four here, you can't split. You have to take at least three out of four. Hopefully, a sweep from the Mets. Then, I, you know, I don't want to say the division is over, but no, the it's, Mets, it's a hundred percent over. The Mets, yeah, the Mets are so far ahead right now that you need to be able to to handle business. Get three of four or four of four. If you if you split or if you go one and three, it, you've lost the division. I mean, you're still in the playoffs, but you've lost the division. There's no doubt in my mind. Especially with the the September that the Mets have. I mean, they mm-hmm. have the Nationals, the Pirates, the Marlins, the Cubs, the Pirates, the Brewers, the A's, the Marlins. Yeah, this is a this is a make or break series with the Mets and the 13 runs that we scored last night was tied for the most run the Mets have given up all season. They've only given up 13 twice, uh, and it is the biggest margin of loss for the Mets all season, that 12 runs. Uh, so good job on the Braves. We got Morton versus Walker tonight at 720. It was a real benefit having going through that Marlins series and essentially using none of our good starting pitchers. I, you know, I don't want to slight any of the starting pitchers we had in that Marlins series. But none of our big starting pitchers had to go in that Marlin season or series, and we got the sweep. So right. that just pays dividends in this Mets series. Now my next question is, you know, is Free going to come back from that uh, concussion uh, IL? Because he was supposed to be set to return on Monday. Um, I think yeah. yes. I think he's going to pitch that last game. I think he's going to pitch the uh, – uh, I know. I think Kyle Wright right now is is scheduled for it. I think they're going to move Wright back to start the series with Houston on Friday, and they're going to have Freed pitch uh, this Thursday. Okay. Or vice versa. Or maybe we see Freed kick off the Houston series on Friday, and Wright stays where he's supposed to be 
uh, on uh, um, uh, this Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, against. But I, I would, I would love to see Wright get moved back to Friday, pitch against Houston, and bring in Freed on Thursday, so we get Freed versus Degrom on oh, a oh, Thursday oh, night. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that a lot. Uh, Billy, this week is the start of the high school football regular season around these parts, and I am super, super hyped for it. We're going to go through this week. We're going to go through all the games and sort of break them down just a little bit and give you a bit of a preview of some of the things you can look for, some of the things that have question marks, and uh, what these teams are going to look like this week because a lot of people didn't probably follow the scrimmages that happened the past two weeks and even if you did you only got at most two and a half quarters of the starters playing so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what a lot of these teams have a lot of the teams around our area uh, are replacing a lot of talent and we start off with a team who arguably is replacing the most talent around our area harrelson county they face off versus rabin county this weekend uh what what's what's harrelson county gonna do to replace clay hyatt we saw them on friday in the scrimmage game i think there was a lot of positives you could have pulled away from that game but what's harrelson county gonna do to replace clay hyatt or or, or is that even a possibility do you just have to you know replacing clay hyatt seems like a tall task what is going to be their main focus do you think in in trying to get the production out of other players that clay hyatt had last year Here's the good news. The good news is they run an offense that is so unique and it is this is very specific to Harrelson County that it makes it difficult for anybody to to try to play defense against. And once they get it down and they're having to replace a man who was who had it had it played for three seasons, knew it backwards and forwards. Once they get that quarterback taken care of the running back was set. We're it's going to be fine, but Harrison County just needs to get through, get through it, and and get through this early set, through the early part of the season, and they'll be they'll be okay. That's the biggest thing for me is just get the the offense down because they don't need to replace the offense because the offense is the offense is awesome. I love that offense. And you're now. What type of offense is that? Because it's not. It's it's a very unique offense that I don't know if I've ever seen anybody outside of Harrelson County ever run it. It's it's like an old Notre Dame box combined with a wing T. It is a very very unique offense. Yeah, it, and I can't remember what they call it, but it's um, <laughs> the, the Harrelson County offense. <laughs> it's, it's like Screaming Eagle or something like that. Is what they're calling. It. I, I don't know, man. It, and it's so. It's so fun to watch because there's it's there's so many different unique um, plays in it that it's just it's, it's so fun to watch. You're if you get a chance to watch Harrison County this year, go because it, you won't be you won't regret it. And I like the Hughes kid, the senior they have at running back. I think he's going to be a great weapon down the stretch in the season. I think he's going to be just a a real asset kind of a tall guy too and we saw this weekend that you know not only was the running game pretty good for harrelson county but on the passes they had a lot of open receivers that were you know they were there the plays were there to be made so that'll be interesting to see what harrelson county's offense looks like personnel wise down the stretch what's raven county gonna look like this year um you know i they've had pretty good success 
they've had pretty good success. I feel like uh, year in and year out down there. I mean, they're always perennial playoff teams. So what what are they going to look like wins and loss wise? Are they get sort of going to be the stud team that's you know I, they haven't lost more than two games since like 2014 or 2013 or something. Uh, and they always make it to the quarterfinals, the finals, or the semifinals, or the playoffs. It seems like, and is it sort of rinse repeat in the same thing that we're going to see out of Raven County this year? Well, they lost their quarterback Gunnar Stockton. They lost their their, their head coach Jimbo Shaw. Um, so it's it's going to be a different Raven County, and uh, you know I'm kind of interested to see what they do look like against Harrelson County. Um, and you know, thankfully, we'll be able to. We may be able to watch it after, um, after the fact, but that's something I'm I'm kind of interested in seeing is how they look against uh, Harrison County's defense. And Harrelson County is zero and one all time versus Raven yes. County. Not that that, not that, that, that really the, matters. That was in the playoffs. What two years ago? Last I think year? two years ago. I think it was two years ago. Um, but yeah. So we'll, so we'll see. I'm, I'm interested in, in what Harrelson County is going to do this year. Who's the dude to watch at Harrelson County? I, in my opinion, it's going to be Hughes. I think that is the quote-unquote dude to watch at Harrelson County. I think that kid is very talented in the limited setting. We got to see him on Friday night. I think he is going to be the dude out there in Harrelson County this year for the Rebels. Look for Holden Davis, um, number three. And also, Kale Whitten, number 16, uh, 17. Kale Whitten came transferred over from uh, Temple. Look for look for the, both of those. Kale Whitten's a, a stud. Like I, he's he was a stud where he was, and I think it was either Temple or Mount Zion. And my mind just went. My mind just died. I think it was Temple. It, it was one of the two. Um, yeah, I think it was Temple, but I'm not a thousand percent sure on that one. Right. So look for look for both of those. Those are my two guys to look for. All right. Next matchup we got this weekend is Heard County versus Bremen. What's the offense going to look like at Heard County under Sean Swafford? Because he looked fantastic in the one preseason scrimmage we got to see him in versus Bowden. Heard uh, County. I mean, Swafford's only a sophomore. So he's got a couple more years to mature under Shane Lassiter down there in Heard County. I think he's going to be a fantastic quarterback. I think he's going to be good this year, but I can't wait to see him as junior or senior year. I think he's going to keep progressing under the tutelage of second-year head coach uh, Shane Lassiter down there in Heard County. And I think Swafford, by his senior year, is going to be one of the one of the premier quarterbacks sort of in our area. I was really impressed by his, his poise and his athleticism versus uh, Bowden. Yeah, and you saw him against Bowden, but from what I was understanding against uh, Central, he did not look fantastic. But granted, Central's Central's defense is, is ridiculous. I think um, Central could easily be the best team in our area this year, honestly, with the amount of talent they really have. Good, so. It's a really good possibility. Um, yeah. Swafford's, uh, Swafford's young, man, and you know we'll see what he can do. I, I got a chance to talk with... Uh, <laughs> buddy of ours that uh he's not a hundred percent sure on Swafford and he's he's kind of interested to see what what they do early on in the season and I'm I am too so oh well um we'll see we'll see what happens with him so really yeah and who's that um who's the other kid we saw play quarterback for Heard County versus Bowden do you remember his name 
Uh, off the I, top of my head, now you're gonna make me look. Yeah, was it Knox, Knox Israel? I know played a little bit in the fourth quarter, but he's a freshman. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember who who it was. Oh, I but I, 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 I was impressed. Now, honestly, in a short time frame, in a small sample size, I was I was impressed with what Sean Swafford looked like versus Bowden. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he looks like against. Uh, other sort of you know opponents that he'll play in the regular season because he won't you know they won't play a central in the in the region stuff like that. Um, uh, in the in the preseason for for Bremen, is that going to be indicative of what the regular season is going to look like, or do you think Bremen can can pick it up and once the varsity you know plays all four quarters for Bremen, that team is going to be you know somebody that's that's got to be. I don't know, reasoned with. the Bremen's not one of the teams in our area that's automatically guaranteed a playoff spot. What do you think Bremen brings to the table this year as far as competing for a playoff spot and, and kind of what they're going to see against Heard County this weekend? Well, if you're a Bremen fan, you hope that the preseason is, is not indicative of what, what the season's going to look like because they did, from everything that I heard, they didn't look great. Um, but granted, they played a really good Rockmar team and who did they play in the second game? Mount Zion. Mount Zion. Um, they played a pretty decent Mount Zion team. Mount Zion's going to be good, guys. I, mean, I think Mount Zion is going to surprise a lot of people this year. Yeah. How good they are! Um, they've they've got a really good defense. Uh, I, you know, it's it's tough to say, man, because now for the past few years they've had four region games, so they've had six games to get ready for for region play as as we used to call it the preseason you know those they've got six preseason games now they've only got three and their three preseason games are probably some of the toughest that that you'll see um they start off at hard county and then they move to uh crap. who was it uh, they they start out at Heard County and then they're at home versus Harrelson County and then home versus Bowden. You want to talk about a tough preseason? Holy <laughs> crap! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are three incredibly tough games that are gonna hopefully lead Bremen into number one. Let's stay healthy in those games. Number two, then you get into the region play and you've got you're not only going into region play but new region because they they're in triple a now so that's that's another thing to look into so i mean there's just so much for bremen that they've got um and they start off region play against gordon lee which is going to be interesting gordon yeah lee and even be, in their i was going to say even in like their legit preseason like you said they played a very very good rock mart team who's going to be you know uh, one of the premier teams i think this year in their region uh, and a Mount Zion team is going to compete this year. I think Mount Zion's going to be vastly approved. So, yeah, even in yep. your scrimmage, like preseason games, like you still had hard preseason games, and that might be something that pays off in a region that you're not automatically guaranteed a playoff spot. You right. Know? Yeah, and Rockmart, from everything I heard from a couple of the Bremen coaches, they told me after after the fact, they're like, Rockmart may win the state. Well, and that's uh, our friends how impressed at- they were. Our friends at GSSA, or excuse me, GH, oh, I'm going to mess this up, Georgia High School Football Daily uh, thinks Rock Mart is the seventh best team in Class 2A. Um, I'm reading through the email this morning, so that's that's pretty high praise there. 
What do you think moving to single A does for Heard County? Does that help them? Does that hurt them? Uh, you would think moving down to a lower division would help them, but sometimes those lower divisions, especially single A, are more competitive than the you know higher up uh, classifications sometimes. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it, it's going to help them or hurt them. Um, they're they're going to be good. I think they'll be fine. Shane Lasser will have the team ready ready to go, and plus you know they're they're already in the playoffs right now, so that, is that true. helps. Um, just. Just stay healthy and, and, and move forward. You're going to be okay. And we talked about Rabin County earlier versus Harrelson County. Uh, our friends once again at Georgia High School Football Daily think that Rabin County is the third best team in Class A Division One. So tall task for Harrelson County starting out. That Hurt County versus Bremen game is going to be fantastic. We will have the rest of the previews uh, throughout the week for this uh, week's Friday night games about it let's get to the uh, marine south scoreboard shall we let's do it let's do it do it do it all right uh yesterday bowden beat manchester 14 to 1 and bowden continues to stay hot <laughs> um on the uh, softball field let's go girls a uh, rock bremen got rained out mount zion beat darlington 14 to 10 mount zion is looking really solid to begin the season too They've, they've started out really hot. Uh, and Temple lost to Callaway one to nothing. So that's our only loss from on the Marine South scoreboard. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar, we've got softball tonight. Westlake at Carrollton, 530. Central at Hurd County. We want to talk about a matchup. That one right there. Central at that's Hurd gonna County. That's going to be a great game. Two uh, state champions right there. It's going to be fun. Six o'clock tonight. Um, Mount Zion at Woodward Academy at 5.30, and then Villarica at Banneker at 5.55. That's all softball. In volleyball, Carrollton's at home versus Sandy Creek in New Manchester. Central is at home versus Villarica in Bremen. Hurd is at home versus Northside in Harrison County. Temple is at Cass versus Cass and Gordon Central, and then Villarica's at Central versus Central tonight. And that's your Stump It Games and Events calendar. Billy, you need another cup of coffee, man? Dude, I need a cup of coffee. Oof, rough morning. Uh, another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you need to buy or sell your home, give Hannah Strawn a call. Uh, New England Patriots Bill Belichick says splitting of play calls for Matt Patricia and Joe Judge will not be rooted in competition. Yeah, okay, Bill. Uh, yeah, all right. Whatever you say there, Coach Speak Belichick, it's it, it's 100% rooted in competition. The person that comes out of the preseason with more successful play calls on offense will be the offensive play caller in the regular season. Uh, and you, not... did, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. What? Splitting up the cost of the map, Trisha's, the judge is not rooting in competition. <laughs> you got to do the Bill Belichick <laughs> I don't. I don't have my uh, cutoff hoodie on. If I have my cutoff hoodie on, I might be able to do that. <laughs> I don't know how anybody understands any of his uh, press conferences because he does speak so low like, and so quiet. I, I don't know. know. That dude's got to be a frustrating interview, you would think. Oh, because he doesn't, he doesn't give you the clips that you know – um, Saban will, you know, Saban sort of does the Bill Belichick coach speak a lot, but Saban will also give you some fantastic clickbait material and one-liners every now and then, mm -hmm. uh, which Belichick does not do. So, 
But yeah, not rooted in competition. Sure, whatever you say, Bill. We're moving uh, LSU. <laughs> LSU Tigers quarterback Miles Brennan will no longer play college football. This comes what? after the news that Miles Brennan, uh, he did not get the starting job out of fall camp. And I guess, you know, Kelly just got to him and let him know how important family was. And Miles Brennan will now focus on family instead of football. Uh, another F word. So <laughs> good job on Miles Brennan focusing on family instead of football yeah i don't i don't know he he didn't win the starting job and after it was announced that he did not win the starting job he is stepping away uh from playing quarterback he said what a journey has been i have given all to this university and football team i love every one of you i will be a tiger for life 15 is officially signing out hashtag family on twitter so That was not the hashtag. It was hashtag forever LSU. But I thought family was better. Family. Family. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers starter Walker Bueller will have season-ending elbow surgery next week. Who cares? I'm sure they have another $75 bajillion starting pitcher waiting in the wings that we've never heard about that's going to come in and throw complete games and no hitters. I mean, so. you you hate to see that only because Walker Bueller is is really interesting to watch. Um, I I enjoy watching Bueller pitch, but you know outside of that, it is it is what it is. But you you hate to see somebody like that go down. Yeah, honestly, I hate seeing anybody get injured, even if he is a Dodger. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. yeah, that's that's a shame. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers and Ben Simmons they do reach a settlement on a grievance over withheld pay. I believe the grievance and the settlement will be uh, around twenty million dollars. Um, they had a uh, the 76ers were holding out money because Ben Simmons didn't play in the 2021-22 season, uh, but I, they have they have something filed where Ben Simmons will get some sort of portion of the money he was supposed to get last year. It's somewhere in the ballpark of 20 million dollars. Uh, you know, Billy, he he's now up in Brooklyn over under uh, 60 games that he plays with the Nets next year, including playoffs. Including playoffs. Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go under. So we'll see. We got some interesting over-unders coming up in a couple weeks with uh, the Bulldogs and the Falcons. We got it. We'll give you all updates on the over-unders that we did for the Braves. Uh, I think we're doing pretty well on most categories in the over-under for the Braves. But we'll give you all an update when we get closer to the postseason for the Braves. Uh, and today in 1981, the highest scoring World Cup soccer match ever took place with New Zealand beating Fiji 13 to nothing. Wow. That's a lot of points. Soccer? That's a lot of that's a lot of goals in soccer. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's nuts. When, you get, when you get close to that's two touchdowns. <laughs> that's no two joke. touchdowns and an extra point. <laughs> Joe, that's a lot. That's a lot in soccer. <laughs> like four to like five to nothing is a blowout in soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime you can score more than three uh, goals in soccer, like that's a lot of goals. Thirteen yeah. to nothing. That's like when I play my kids in FIFA. I mean, that's that's that bad. <laughs> that's rough. Bill, you got anything else to add this morning, man? No, man, I don't. Awesome, everybody. If you're if you're not following us on Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Follow us, like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on uh, Spotify, Apple iTunes. Follow us everywhere. 
share the podcast if you like it even if you don't like it share it comment it you know comment that you don't like it uh bumps our metrics up you know say hey i don't like this every single morning every single morning if you don't like it comment that you don't like it uh don't forget to share and we will see y'all tomorrow same time same place shake your neighbors just shake them shake your neighbors <laughs>